This is the Puppy Training Podcast, episode 133, Life Rewards. This podcast is designed to help you on your journey of becoming best friends through love and learning as you train your own dog from home. And I'm here to help you every step of the way. This is the Puppy Training Podcast, and I'm your host, Amy Jensen. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast and thank you for listening. I hope you've had a good week. We talk about all things puppy here and I like to offer you tips and tricks to train your own dog from home. In fact, our entire online puppy school is based out of your home. So you can come and watch classes and courses. They're live and recorded. You can talk to our trainers one-on-one via a phone call or a video call so we can see you working with your dog and you can watch us working with our dog. We love coaching you. So super fun things. Today, I want to talk about life rewards, what they are, why we use them, and how they help teach our dog good behavior. But first, I received an email a few days ago about creating a podcast guide, listing in order episodes to listen to when getting started training a new dog, whether it's a new puppy or an older dog. I love this idea. So I will begin working on it. While there is not a perfect order, I believe I can be helpful in getting you started if you are new. So I'll get that going. Off the top of my head, though, I recommend starting with topics like building a bond, puppy biting, crate training, house training, and the ABCs of dog training, as well as socialization. So these are the main topics we get asked about as people start their training journey with a new dog. While we use the term puppy, again, the concepts apply to any age dog. So yes, we call it our online puppy school, but technically it's an online dog school. We welcome dogs of all ages. So um, if you have a handle on these six topics that I just mentioned, we find people are more likely to enjoy their training experience. So just to throw out a few episode numbers for you, number six is your brand new puppy. Number 15 and number 97 talk about building a bond. Episode number 13 is all about crates. Episodes number five and 52 talk about puppy biting. Episode 56 and 70 talk about the ABCs of training, which is just a good solid background in how we need to start to think in terms of dog training. And uh, that also addresses puppy biting as well. So check out those numbers if you're just wondering where to get started on the podcast. And I will work on getting that comprehensive list and posting it on our site soon. So watch for that. I love your suggestions, so thank you for those. Today, let's talk about life rewards. First, what are they? Let's define it. So typically, when we start training a new dog, we like to use food. We lure them into position. We mark yes, and we reward them with that food. Dogs like food, so this method works fairly well. This method is often chosen also because it is a fast way to teach a new behavior. We show the dog exactly what to do. So there's not time that we're, we spent on them guessing or trying to figure it out. We literally are putting the food right on their nose and showing them exactly where we want them to go or how we want them to move. And we reward them for doing it. And then we insert a cue and remove the lure moving forward. It is important to lose the lure quickly. So we strive to move to a cue as soon as possible. We do this by putting the cue first or saying the cue first, and then we show our dog what to do. And we repeat that several times until we can drop out that help that's in the middle, right? We lose the lure. We drop out the showing them what to do. As soon as they've heard that cue often enough, they're starting to connect that, the cue to the behavior, and we drop out that lure that's in the middle. 
So we like to do this so that the dog doesn't become dependent on following the food to do something, right? We don't want the dog to have to see food in our hand in order to want to do a behavior or do the behavior. Um, we like them to do the behavior and then we reach into our pouches and pull out a reward to pay them. We start to think about other ways to reward or pay our dog for doing something we like. So this is what we talk about when we say life rewards, okay? So we have been using food, showing our dog what to do, we're paying them with food, but we want to move into, or I like to move into at least, life rewards. Life rewards are things that we use in our everyday environment that our dog finds rewarding or beneficial to them. Some examples would be opening a door for my dog to go outside. If I see that they're wanting to go outside, they're standing by the door looking out of my window, my patio door window, I can open that door for them and that's technically rewarding them, right? They like that. Giving them a belly rub. Baxter adores belly rubs. In fact, when he sees my oldest son come home from school, he starts to wiggle. Baxter gets all excited and he's wiggly and then he'll plop down on the floor and roll over like, hey, I'm really happy to see you. Can you give me a belly rub? So he asks for belly rubs. So I know that that's a natural way to reward him. That's a great life reward for Baxter. Not all dogs, but Baxter likes belly rubs. Scratching their ears or their chin. Baxter also loves to be scratched under his chin and he prefers that. He loves it. He seeks that out, right? He wants us to do that. So that's a great way to reward him. Praise. Some dogs really thrive off of you saying, good girl, good boy, good job. Hey, you're doing awesome, right? They love your attention. They like you to look at them. They like you to do things with them. They like you to play with them, right? They love your attention. Um, some dogs, when you're out leash walking, don't even need food to do leash walk. They just want to move. And when we train leash walking, we teach the dog to follow us and we teach the dog to go where we go. And if we speed up, they speed up. And if we slow down, they slow down. If I turn to the right, they turn to the right and they learn to just follow along. And they realize that if the leash goes tight, that we put on the brakes and everybody stops moving, right? So if they want to go where they're wanting to go, we have to go together. We have to walk and move together with a loose leash. So that's a great life reward. Movement, just moving along is a life reward. How about throwing the ball for them? Do any of you have dogs who love to play fetch or love to play frisbee or love to play tug or hide and seek or any of those fun things? That kind of play can be super rewarding to them. Some dogs love people and they really want to say hi to people. Well, saying hi to a person can be a life reward to a dog. Getting to say hi to that person because they choose good behavior can be a great life reward. So there are so many, 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 many others. But life rewards are things our dogs naturally love that we find in our environment throughout the day, okay? The key to life rewards is being sure what you are rewarding your dog with is in fact considered a reward to them. So think about that for just a second. It's from their point of view, not ours, okay? So for example, some people pat their dogs on the head and they'll say, good dog, right? And they're patting their dog on the head several times. Well, some dogs may like this. I know many who will shrink away. They'll kind of tuck or duck their bodies away and move their head away because they don't actually love somebody reaching over their head and patting it. Their body language might tell us that, in fact, I don't really like that. So it's important to pay attention to your dog and understand that it's from their point of view. And so with life rewards, we need to reward them with things that they find rewarding, right? Um... Be sure that your dog likes the reward you're offering if you are wanting that reward to pay for the good behavior you would like to see repeated. So if I'm giving Baxter chin rubs 
great. He loves those. But if your dog doesn't love chin rubs, that's not going to be a good life reward for your dog, right? Baxter adores belly rubs. So for him, a belly rub is usually a good thing. Now it might be that on a given day that he doesn't want a belly rub. So that's another thing to consider is sometimes they might be interested. Sometimes they're not interested. You really have to get to know your dog, which is super rewarding in and of itself, by the way, is just having a good relationship with your dog to know them well enough that you understand what is and is not rewarding to them on any given day. You can tell by their body language and what they're telling you. So now that we have talked about what life rewards are, why do we use them? Using life rewards opens up our opportunities to reward our dogs. Think of all the fun ways that we just talked about that you can now use as rewards and payment for your dog's good behavior. We are not dependent on bringing a pack of string cheese with me on a walk or wearing a fanny pack of dog food around the house, which are all fine things. You can continue to do that for the life of your dog. I'm not saying no there, but it's absolutely okay to start to transition to some of these other life rewards that we've talked about. We get asked by clients when they first begin our program, will I always have to carry food around with me? And the answer is no. We transition to life rewards with every cue we teach. Now, does that mean I will never pay my dog with food again? Nope. Food can stay a great motivator and we keep using it. In fact, I still bring string cheese on my walk with me instead of giving it to Baxter though. I'm using it in case some off leash dog comes my way and I need to distract them, right? So I continue to carry food every once in a while with me. And sometimes I still reward Baxter with food. He does a great recall, pay him with food. He loves it, right? So food absolutely is a great motivator. Do you always have to carry it around for the life of your dog? No, because we can start to find these other exciting ways to pay our dogs for good behavior. So there's no right or wrong here. The goal is to motivate our dogs to behave appropriately according to our beliefs. Remember, they are dogs. And so doing normal dog things like barking, jumping, biting, and digging are not on their radar as things that they should not do unless we teach them. So remember that. If we would like our dog to sit to be greeted, for example, rather than charging a person and jumping, we can motivate them to do so. We set them up for success by first showing them exactly what we want them to do, We pay them for it. Again, using food is a great place to start. And then we can transition to the life reward being that person that they want to see. Dogs do what works for them. If a behavior gets rewarded or there's payment involved, it often gets repeated. By rewarding our dogs for behaviors we like, they choose those behaviors again. It is important to pay our dogs for good behavior, whether we pay with food or life rewards. Rewards or payment are important. You'll notice if you stop paying for something, your dog will often choose alternative behaviors and they're not always the ones we like. Consider this scenario. My dog has learned to get my attention. They run over to me and sit, right? So let's say that this happens. I taught my dog, if you want my attention, you run over to me and you sit. If I reward this behavior by acknowledging my dog and I either praise them or I play with them, for example, they will likely continue coming over to me and patiently sitting for my attention. If, however, I ignore them when they come over for a sit, maybe I'm busy doing emails or I'm in the middle of a show or I'm reading a really good book, right? So I might not even be intentionally ignoring them, but it's happening. So notice that that's easy to do accidentally, considering that sitting quietly is less noticeable than jumping and biting me, right? So they most likely will choose not to sit patiently next time. So if I'm busy typing an email, my dog runs over to me and sits, and I don't give them any attention for that. I'm just keep typing away. Then most likely the next time, or even that time, they'll stop sitting patiently and they'll try a new behavior or an alternative behavior that does work to get my attention. So 
this might look like instead of sitting, they might try jumping and biting because those behaviors elicit a more immediate response from me, right? It's hard to ignore jumping. It's hard to ignore biting. Just something to think about. So a good life reward in this case would be make sure you pay attention to your dog when they come over to you and sit. Look at them when they come to me. I praise them. I toss a toy for them. I might engage in a game of tug for a minute. So rewarding them in these natural ways is reassurance that they will continue to be polite when they come to me in the future. All good things to contemplate, contemplate you guys. I know it's a lot to think about, but good things. And the more you start to think about it and incorporate this into your day, the more natural it becomes. It's not so foreign to our brains. Please remember our dogs are not robots. They are not perfect. I don't ever expect them to be. We are not perfect, right? We are all doing the best we know how to get along in the best way possible. So I encourage you to try incorporating some life rewards into your dog's daily routine this week. Remember to pay throughout their life for their choices that you like. If you want those choices to continue, we don't have to pay every time, but often enough to keep the behavior strong. You'll know if you are skimping on the payments because your dog's behavior will likely regress in our online puppy school. We not only teach you more about life rewards, but intermittent rewarding as well. And we coach you on how to phase out pain for every little behavior while still keeping behavior strong. We are absolutely happy to coach you through the process. All right, what life rewards can you celebrate your dog with this week? I'm excited to see them. So capture them on video, tag us on Instagram at Baxter and Bella. That's all spelled out. So we can see your examples and celebrate with you. You guys are awesome. Keep up the good work. Your dogs are so lucky to have you. Enjoy your week and happy training. If you have a question about anything you heard on this podcast or any other puppy training question, visit my site, baxterandbella.com to contact me. 